Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we once again have to talk about artificial intelligence because it's being trained to read our minds. I'm not kidding. Here's what's going on. Now this is coming from Teodosia Dobrianova from Mashable, and here's what's up. Because the scientists at University of Texas recently published a study in Nature describing how they used a functional magnetic resonance, or fMRI, and an artificial intelligence that preceded ChatGPT, known as GPT-1, to create a non-invasive mind decoder that can detect brain activity and capture the essence of essentially what you're thinking. Now, to train the AI, Researchers placed three people in fMRI scans and played entertaining podcasts for them to listen to, including the New York Times' Modern Love and the Moth Radio Hour. Now, my question immediately is, how do I know these are entertaining? Maybe they're not entertaining to me. Maybe they're entertaining to others. I don't know how that selection was. I've never, for the record, heard either one of those. Now, the scientists used transcripts of the podcast to, to track brain activity and figure out which parts of the brain were being activated by different words that they were listening to. So, to see if the artificial intelligence could decode imagery, scientists played silent clips from a Pixar movie, or I'm sorry, movies, with subtitles, and then tested whether they could translate related stories the subjects conjured in their heads without speaking. Now, the results weren't insanely detailed, but... But they were accurate enough for the decoder to understand the meaning behind the subject's thoughts and convert it into text. Now, obviously, this is a very interesting development here, but, <clears throat> and you know where this is going to go, first things first, imagine a future where people with neurological conditions or survivors of stroke could once again communicate with the help of this type of technology. I think that, honestly, is a good thing. However, it's not fully developed yet, and the AI only works if it's trained with data from brain activity of the person that it's used on, which obviously limits its distribution possibility. So if unless I'm trained with artificial intelligence as it stands right now, and it understands who I am, if I have a stroke, it may not understand what I'm saying if it hadn't previously been trained on me. Obviously, that's something they're going to work on. Now, there's also a barrier with fMRI scans which are big and expensive. Plus, scientists found that the decoder can get confused if people decided to lie to it by choosing to think about something different than what was required, meaning you just wandered, your mind wandered off, didn't even lie, wandered off that podcast you know, or that Pixar movie, and suddenly you're confusing the artificial intelligence. So you have to follow along. Now, the potential to create basically a machine that can decode people's thoughts on top of this <clears throat> obviously raise privacy concerns there's currently no way to limit the text use to medicine and just imagine if this could be used in surveillance or interrogation that's obviously a very huge problem i think that's a great point that this article had now obviously before this develops further and again to another great point that Teodosia had is that we need to basically get laws for this now one of the problems that i've recently talked about in a previous podcast and video is that uh, basically, at least here in the United States, technology development and innovation vastly outpaces privacy laws uh, here in the United States. And until we, that actually happens, there's going to be huge problems. The other issue is law enforcement, because right now they are exploiting loopholes like geofence warrants, other things like that that I've talked about, could potentially exploit loopholes until essentially we have privacy of mind reading but i think this is interesting and obviously with the good comes the bad and and obviously as you know as i'm sitting here talking about cybersecurity and privacy and technology my deepest concerns are 
they're in some way, shape, or form going to be able to improve this. Now, obviously, it's very rudimentary right now, but the mere fact that they're getting positive results where the artificial intelligence can indeed interpret something uh, that we are thinking is a step in that direction to continue to hone and improve that. And now that we have more powerful um, uh, uh, artificial intelligences, again, this was done before ChatGPT using something called GPT-1, and ChatGPT and its competitors are vastly more superior to this. We can see advancements of this accelerate rather quickly, and as AI improves on itself, however, you know, metrically it improves, it can also metrically improve this type of technology as well. And so I think this is going to be a new frontier, but the last thing I want is to be able to essentially like reach into your brain. And if you've ever seen Futurama, I'll leave you with this thought. Uh, essentially, they can walk by stores, and essentially, uh, as they are thinking about, oh, like, oh, I want to go into that store they'll beam it into your brain or they'll beam those uh, advertisements into your dreams. And the last thing I want to do is get there. Obviously, we're ways off, but this is a step in that direction. So we'll see what happens. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.